Yo, what's going on, man? Mr. Clark, how's it going? Good. Can you hear me all right? I can hear you well. Um, I, I have a new router because my internet here sucks. I have Spectrum. So um, if anyone goes out in the middle of this podcast, it'll probably be me. Um, but hopefully we'll be all right. <clears throat> cool. So how's it going, man? Must be feeling good. You're one of the, the good teams here. Um, we're rolling the two-man podcast today. We usually bring on three, but we kind of just decided to do this out of the blue. So just me, me and Steven today, but but Clark, how are we feeling? I think uh, you're kind of running away with the division here. It, you're only a game up, but it feels like a lot more. Yeah, it could be a lot better because, you know, it was a bad bad loss week one to uh, to Jerry. And then I think Derek Henry dropped 50 on me week two. So yep. I started off 0-2. So went on a nice little run here. Yeah. So the flip side of that coin is it could be a lot worse too because – you know, like Dan started Tommy Tremble against you in a game he probably should have won. There were oh, absolutely a lot of guys on the waiver wire. Cameron Bray is probably the obvious name after Gronk was hurt, and that would have got him the win. Uh, that hurt to see. Um, I mean, even though that back. was a game you were supposed to blow him out because you were you were down like two points with two players to go on Monday night, and Mike Williams ended up getting you three points, but still. Yeah, yeah, it was brutal. I mean, you can go back and look at almost all, every matchup, and somebody's got somebody on the bench, right? I think Chaps should have. Um, Chaps probably could have beat me as well. I think yeah. I'm bring back on that matchup. So yeah, I've had I've I've been lucky here and there. Uh, I certainly am not. Um, no. Two and six in the cellar. Um, you know what's See, interesting? My playoff chances years. are still at <laughs> definitely. Yeah, last year I think was. Uh, I think I ended in. Definitely in the bottom five, but yeah, back-to-back seller years. I actually haven't had a good season in a in a pretty long time, but I, think, I mean, it um, is what it is. A lot of guys got hurt here, and it, it kind of crushed me. I remember you being severely unlucky last year, and this is one reason why I would like to add in a, a flex of some kind, whether it be a wide receiver, tight end flex, just because there's no reason why you should have to put a decent player on the bench if you were able to, you know, draft a decent player there. Yeah, um, I, last year I was also – I mean, it's it's been two years really of just getting crushed with, with injuries. Yeah. yeah. I, last year I lost all three uh, – two keepers to IR in the first two weeks and then the same – this year I lost two keepers to IR within the first three weeks, you know, one of them in the preseason. So, um, that's that's the way it goes sometimes. It's usually, honestly, the healthiest team that that makes it out. And if, if you're looking at Corey and Matt – that's, I mean, that formula holds true because they've been pretty healthy. Zero injuries. Uh, yeah, Corey had his, his back and quarterback, but, you know, that's about – like his bench guys, right? His back and quarterback, Corey Davis, guys like that. But other than that, he's been pretty healthy. And, uh, yeah, I think he's I think he's going to get the one seed now. He's got a massive point lead now that Dixon lost. Did Dixon start Cooper Rush last week? He did, yeah. So, I don't think he actually had another player to – if I'm not mistaken, I don't think he had another guy in his roster at quarterback. Hmm. He did not. So, yeah, Cooper Rush, was his, he picked him up on uh, Saturday um, for the DAC insurance, and he started him. I think he had, like, 21 points. Yeah, he didn't bomb. He's not the reason Dixon lost. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going we're gonna to do sort of a, a look at where things are and maybe a, maybe a preview of – um, what's going to happen? I kind of have my projected playoff bracket picked out in my mind. 
Um, we'll kind of talk about that. You know, some of the trades, I, I wish I wrote them down offhand, but we, we kind of whipped this together. Um, the, the big trade of the year was, I, I believe, the, the structure of this trade, and I could be missing something small, but it was Dixon sent Kyle Pitts, Debo Samuel, and Hollywood Brown and got back, what, Justin Jefferson. Um, who else came back in that trade? Justin Jefferson was definitely the core piece. Um, no other starters came back in that trade, if I if I remember correctly. Yeah, I'm trying to look. Uh, I'm trying to find it. I'm in in the transaction center right now, or in the recent. Yeah, that's probably smart. Recent activity. I Would have never thought of that. Flip through trades. Um, no, there isn't a trades activity. That sucks. Oh no, I got it. Yeah, yeah, I found it. You found um, it? Yeah, so he got. When oh, was it? When was it? It was October fifteenth, and it was Mooney. It was is Hollywood Debo and Pitts for Mooney and Jefferson. Um, what were your thoughts on it? I, I, you know, you go first. I, I personally hated it. Absolutely hated it. Yeah, it was, it was what we're all trying to do, right? Like I'm trying to package Hertz, um, Higgins, a tight end, and Sutton. For a wide receiver upgrade, like you know, you're you're always trying to get the best player in the deal. So I, See, I loved it for for Dixon for Matt. Yeah. yeah, I I think that's so. I, I guess if you're looking at those players as, and saying, hey, these are strictly depth pieces, Debo and Pitts and Hollywood, then then yeah, it's gross. Um, I mean, Debo's put together a decent year, but who knows? I, wide receivers are f- so fickle year to year, right? So who knows if he's going to get that type of volume next year. So he's really valuable this year. I get that. But moving forward, I, I don't know. He's probably a keeper, but is he going to be putting up high-end? Is he going to be you know, what we expect Jeff- Justin Jefferson to be for the next six years? Probably not. Definitely not. No, no, definitely not. Yeah. Not even probably. Like, like, there's no argument in my mind that Dixon got the best player. But, uh, the, you know, the flip side of that coin of, of saying wide receivers are finicky, you're, you're totally right. Um, maybe the same thing happens with Jefferson, right? I mean, he's ugh, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I don't know, like he's him outside the top twenty this year. So I, I don't expect Jefferson to go on a tear here on the back end, especially with their their offense is kind of yeah. To your point with Kirk Cousins, um, so you, you never know. I, I, and you know, Cooper Cup is another point. I, I think wide receivers a lot of them, yeah. and, and so is Mike Williams. They're year to year, depending on the situation and, and target share. So. And I, I think we always say, right, like you can't move a top eight back without getting a top eight back. You just can't do it. And I think the fact that wide receivers are so finicky, uh, a word that I, I don't know if I've used too often prior to just now, um, you know, I, I think this is a move that people don't usually make, right, because they're very concerned about the future in a keeper league. I mean, this this kind of saves him. He's play, his, his team's playing a lot better since this trade, and he just – you know, I, I don't trust Claypool to be a starter in the playoffs. I'm, I, you know, to, leaning on Ben's arm. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I am told. I think we're totally in agreement on um, Hollywood Brown. I think neither of us love him as a long-term option because of a couple of things. Right, one Bateman. Two, this year they've been trailing more than historically they've been trailing with Lamar Jackson at quarterback. I don't think that's going to keep up. So I think that passing pie is going to shrink a bit. Um, but I, I think I like Debo a little more than you. So I think if I was to grade this trade, I'd say I'd like Matt's end of it. But I don't think it's a blowout that you and Corey and a few other people 
deemed it to be. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah, uh, other trades, I guess, that we talk about this murder. Grasso traded Henry Ruggs for Daryl Williams. Henry Ruggs, not going to be playing anymore for John. Yikes. Yeah. Terrible. Rough one. Skaggs has had a bad 24 hours here. Can you believe the Titans, the Titans medical staff let him play the rest of the game on a broken foot? That's nuts. And it was, it was like, uh, it was a whole quarter and a half, right? Something like that? Yeah. I, I thought he got hurt in the first quarter. I could be wrong. Man. Oh, wow. Jesus. Yeah, that's brutal. I mean, I was literally just thinking, like, I was finally ready to go in on Derrick Henry. I've never really gone in on Derrick Henry as a top five back because I just always feel like a, a running back of that size is going to get hurt. And yeah, I finally talked right. myself into it, and, and he got hurt. He was – I forget. I, I don't remember exactly what the touch count was, but – he was projected like something crazy, like 500 touches if they kept the same pace. Like it was bound to happen eventually. Yeah, I know it's dangerous. Um, I, I mean, it's I think it's real bad for the Titans too. I believe the Titans are first in the AFC, but I think this is going to hurt them quite a bit because that whole that whole team is predicated on on play action and yeah, the, you know, eight men in the box to stop Henry. I don't know, man. I think. I mean, I, I think that they're going to throw it more, so it could be good for Tannehill's fantasy value. But as a team, I think that the Titans are going to suck. I rewatched because you know Abe was talking all that shit on Wentz. Um, yeah. About Wentz. No, I shouldn't say shit. He was praising him all on Sunday in our group message. And um, yep. I rewatched that game. Tannehill is not very good. I I thought he had a corner and he was a above average quarterback. He's he sucked in that game. Yeah, a lot of bad mistakes. Uh, he misses a lot of reads. You know, I don't, I don't know, man. I, and I want to give him the benefit of the doubt because he really hasn't had a healthy team all year. But about uh, to be the God. AJ Brown show. Yeah, he's just gonna feed him. Maybe Julio comes back eventually, but but I don't know. My man's dust. Julio. Yeah, I think. I think we, so too. We can close the book on that, right? I mean, he's he's done, right? Well, I think I, I, we. I think that, but I also I didn't think AJ Green was gonna be a thing this year either. No, I think he's dust too. He's just getting the the target share, and he has an alpha on the other side, and they've gotten a couple other pieces. Yeah, so he's he's singled up, right? But Russell Douglas, you know, locked him down. Yep. Come on, Russell Douglas can yeah. barely make the roster for the Eagles Garbage. because he was big and slow. So, you know. Yeah, I think that they they spread it out in general, right? Because I think even Hawkins' target share is down quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, he's I, he's on the list of guys that like. I wanted to move for in the beginning of the year, but glad I didn't. But his target share is concerning, like concerningly low compared to what it was in previous years. Especially uh, maybe age. some of that's due to injury. In front of me, but I, I gotta believe he's close to thirty, right? A hundred percent. I I wouldn't be surprised if he was there. To be honest, I feel like he's been in the league forever. Yeah, I can bring it up here. I should ha- I should have had this open beforehand. He will be thirty by the start of next year. Yeah. No. No so, thanks. Yeah. Looks like. Uh, um, Danny's going to go off with that grenade in his hand. Yeah, I think that's okay, though, because I think that someone will keep him or give a very, very small draft pick. But, I mean, Dan, uh, it looks like from – I mean, things could certainly change. But right now, it looks like he might have found a a replacement wide receiver keeper in Michael Pittman. Yeah, maybe. Um, So, we'll see. Um, But, yeah, looking forward to the playoff push. Um, I guess before we get into projections and all that, the the market right now for selling is weird to me. Um, you know, I yeah. thought guys, I was ready to cave it in, and nobody wanted to give me anything. 
to do it. So I, I just kept going. I mean, because I'm, I'm not scared of the teams that are four and four. So if I'm not going to get anything, like if I'm going to get a six-round pick for the number one quarterback, that's meaningless to me. Yeah, um, I agree. I um, was inquired about Hurts from a couple people last week. Yeah. And I said I wouldn't take anything less than a five just because it's not worth it to me to get rid of him. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I mean, I'll probably move him for a six. I would think I was offered a six earlier in the season and turned it down. Um, I would probably, I'll probably end up moving him for a six at, at some point here. But um, the best offer I was given last week was a seven. Um, I, I just don't think it's worth it to me at this point. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if the market will end up changing or not. Um, I expected a lot more players to be available. Uh, yeah. But that doesn't seem to be the case. I think it was, it was bad timing for you, too, because there was a couple of reports came out that, you know, it's inevitable that at one point Jalen Hurts gets benched. I think that, 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 you know, that's probably gone now with a 41 to nothing win over Detroit. I think it, it shouldn't have been a thing in the first place, but I think, if anything, it's definitely gone now. So I think people will feel more comfortable moving for Hurts. Yeah, I think um, them trading Flacco away, they're not going to start Minshew. They know what yeah. Minshew is. They gave up a late-round pick for him. I was somewhat concerned maybe they would flip it over to Flacco if he continued. I mean, he's not a good NFL quarterback. He's fucking fantastic for fantasy because he rushes for 50 yards and probably a touchdown every game, right? He is a te- he's a terrible NFL quarterback. Terrible. But it, it doesn't matter. No. I mean, no, it, especially it really because, is like Tebow. You know, unless they're going to – they're a bad team, so they're not going to blow people out. Unless they're in the game situation like they were in Detroit where they can run the ball. Um, he's going to be throwing probably 30 times a game at least, and then he's going to run for, you know, 50 to 70 yards and a touchdown. So, yeah. Corey won um, a championship with Tebow. So, yeah. Yep. It's, I mean, you could be bad and, and be good for fantasy. And yeah, four goddamn rushing touchdowns for the Eagles. God, if I was a Gainwell or a Hurts owner last week, I'd be livid. Four rushing touchdowns, none to Gainwell, none to Hurts. I almost got fucking Jordan Howarded. And he almost sent me a loss and ended the season <laughs> rushing in two touchdowns from the practice squad the day before. This dude oh, couldn't even steaming. stick on the Dolphins practice squad. He ends Ridiculous. up on the Eagles practice squad, then they fucking start. It's crazy. It's great, too, because, I, I mean, that would have hurt so bad if Ryan beat me, because Ryan is – he has, like, a weird obsession for Jordan Howard. He loves him. Dude, he, um, he was on his team earlier in the year before – He drafted him, I think. Practice. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Weird, weird, Ryan. I remember seeing him on his – I remember seeing Jordan Howard on Ryan's team earlier in the year. and being Yeah. Like, it's puzzling. Loves Joho. The um, shitty thing is, too, he looked good. So, I'm sure. He did look good. Him touches. The only reason he looked good, though, is because the offensive line was getting a you know, really good push. Yeah. Um, he's, Scott he's fucking, looked good. He's dust. Everybody looked good. The Lions fucking just didn't show up. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, they're that's I mean, geez, zero and eight, and they look bad. I mean, I'm a big Kenny Gainwell fan. I'm not going to trade for him because I don't trust the Eagles coaching staff. I almost traded for him. Did you? Yeah, I almost traded for him. I was going to offer Matt because uh, Matt Matt like hated Mooney. I kind of like Mooney. Uh, I know it's it's scared to trust Justin Fields, but I was going to try to trade for for Mooney and Gainwell. I know neither of them had good weeks, but still. Yeah, but the, the trading landscape is odd, right? I, w- I would expect a, a handful more teams to pack it in before the deadline. When is the deadline again? Is it next week? Deadline is pre-week 11, so we've got two more weeks. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, the one guy – because now, like, it's, it's official that 
Mark is selling, right? He's at the point where he's listed his players. I, I, I know Jerry had said it too, um, but he hasn't posted anything since. So the one guy I think will probably be the first domino to fall is Cordero Patterson because there's a lot of holes in the league at RB2. And I think that Mark will probably get overpaid for, for Cordero. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I don't want to say I, – I was kind of interested in him, but he's he's definitely out of my price range for an RB. He would be an RB3 on my team when everybody's back. So I'm, I can't I can't pay. You know. There's already a price range out for him? I can't pay. I would think he's going to get a fourth or a fifth for him. Gotcha. Okay. So you you haven't inquired yet. You're just assuming it's going to be out of the range. Um, I, I've spoken to Mark about it. He's out of my yeah. range. So I, I would think that he's going to get a four or five. I imagine Scoggs is someone who could use him now. I imagine Chaps, uh, you know, going back and forth between Drake and Devin Singletary could probably use an RB2, and especially Chats' team is kind of sputtering right now. Um, so, I, I do, yeah, I think that he'll he'll be the first guy you see and kind of moving all these picks. And, and I mean, it makes sense. Like, he's, I get it, he's not, a, he's not a keeper, maybe. We don't even know that, but we're assuming he's not a keeper, so people don't want to pay big for him. But yeah, sometimes it, you got to gotta do it. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. Mark gave me a massive package last year for – Kareem Hunt, and yeah. you know we we knew he wasn't a keeper. He was actually closer than I thought. He was on the fringe, but um, you know he was awesome last year in Mark won the league. So yeah, I think Cordell Patterson. Let me say, I think he's in his early thirties. Dude, he's he's been in the league for a yeah, long he's, time. He's uh, he'll be thirty one next year. <laughs> wow, yeah. I, I remember Fallon picked him in the fourth round in the Atlantic City draft. It was his it was Cordell's second year in the league, I believe. And he was like the big guy, like he was going to be the blow up guy and have a monster season. And just, I don't, I don't even remember he's, why uh, it didn't work at wide receiver. Two, two sixteen. Yeah, drafted as a wide receiver in the first round. Runs a four four two. Maybe I think it was his route running, or maybe he can't. I don't know. He can catch because he's catching passes this year. That's why he's valuable. Yeah. I yeah, know. I think he went to the Pro Bowl a couple times too as a kick returner. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um, but yeah, I think he'll be the first domino to fall. I mean, Mark doesn't really have, looking at Mark's team, he doesn't have much else, right? If he's yeah. keeping Javante, he's keeping Aaron Jones. I mean, you and I disagree a little bit on cup, but looking at Mark's, um, what was he, championship hangover? Yeah. Looking at Mark's team, it's puzzling to me to hold on to Jones and, yep. um, and Adams their current age and contract situation. I know Jones is, is signed for a few more years, but do you really want the I, – I guess he's the 1A in a Jordan Love offense. Probably not, right? Correct. And then Devontae Adams is a free agent. He'll be 29 next year. Um, I would assume he's going to go off with that. You know, he's going to be holding that grenade at some point next year. He's got a lot of value this year because he's still with, with Rodgers, and they don't have a wide receiver too, right? So he's got a ton of value for a team in the hunt this year. But long term, uh, I can't really see the value, to be honest with you. It's just it, – it's too much risk for me to have two. To, to, to have two guys relying uh, – you know, two keepers next year relying on Aaron Rodgers, who, who uh, you know, most people – I mean, Vegas certainly thinks he's gone. Um, oh, he's definitely gone. He'll be 40 next year. Yeah, so, he'll be back. so if they're sending him out, that's 
I mean, I don't, I don't want to have two Packers with Jordan Love. I, I guess. Um, well, Ad, or Adams is a unrestricted free agent, so I guess he could follow Rogers wherever. I, I guess that's best case scenario, right? And hopefully, they don't have an, another alpha. Yeah, but yeah. there's, there's honestly like, uh, there's a zero percent chance that they don't franchise him. There's zero percent. There, yeah, they don't, they can't bring up Jordan Love and say, hey, we have one of the worst wide receiver room rooms in the NFL, and we're going to let the number one guy walk, the top five receiver walk. There's no way. They'll be franchised. So, yeah, that's – Unless they break it, like, fully, like, knock it down, which I I can't see that happening either. So, yeah, I think – I do think that Mark's going to have Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams both in Green Bay next year with no – with no Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's brutal. And I know you or, disagree with me. I think Cup is the same way. Like we said earlier, wide receivers are finicky. You're assuming they don't bring anybody in because Robert Woods is dust, right? I mean, you're being outplayed by Van Jefferson. Looks so like it. Cooper Cup has the whole market share, right, to himself now. You're assuming they don't bring in Cortland Sutton. You're assuming they don't bring in, you know, another wide, you know, free agent wide receiver next year, and he has the same market share. I mean, that it would be different to me if Cup was 22 years old. I just, I don't, I don't know. He's worth, and, and it could be because I'm sitting in the position I am too, right? So I see it through that lens. But to me, they're not worth. I mean, they're not worth it. The teams rebuilding. They're worth it more. The teams, you know, they're trying to win this year. So. Yeah, I think that. I mean, either of those guys would probably. I don't know. You're you're gonna get a four, five, six for either of them at least. Um. I don't know. It, it is it is tough to, to walk away from the wide receiver one, especially like I don't even think Cooper Cup is that good of a wide receiver. I I, I think it's just he, he just finds spots in the zones and he's great with Stafford and they have this connection and it, it's all chemistry that they developed really quickly. And that's kind of what happened with Goff, too. Um, but like, you know, as a deep threat, I don't know. I'm like when I look at Cooper Cup, I, I just I, sometimes I'm unimpressed. But that's that's all the more reason why maybe I wouldn't trade him because that none of that's going anywhere next year. He's going to have Stafford again. Um, yeah, yeah, I think they I don't do know. a pretty good job of scheming him open. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's. I, I, I had a long-winded really way know. of saying it. I mean, if if AJ Brown was 27 or 28, and I wasn't winning this year he'd absolutely be off my team because you can always pick up I mean where you want to invest is AJ Brown DK Metcalf um, Jamar Chase you know those are the guys you want to build with I don't think you really necessarily want to build with somebody who's 20 who's going to be 29 next year especially a wide receiver well especially a running back that's 29 those are they're kind of foot in the grave at 29 yeah I think you're right and I probably I'm at the point where where I just can't I can't see it clearly because I think I drafted four preseason top 30 receivers and they're all dog shit. So I, yeah. I don't know. I'm just, so I've missed on so many goddamn receivers. I um, cry a little bit at night every time thinking about Jamar Chase. Yeah, that's tough, man. Um, and what's crazy too is like if Jamar Chase, I guess, you know, if Jamar Chase didn't have such a terrible preseason, he would 100% be on Matt's team. 100%. Because See, that Matt, wasn't what deterred me. I just – I was looking at it, and I looked at my team, and I was thinking, like, barring injuries, I have a lot of picks. I'm going to be a good team this year. I'm taking the safe bet because T. Higgins broke out last year. 
uh, I'm taking the floor guy because Jamar Chase was an unknown. He had a, an odd camp. You know, Burrow was coming off a knee surgery. I was like, I'm just taking the safe option here. He hadn't played. He can't. He's come off a year of not playing. Yeah, I was so. That's what deterred me. I, I, and if the draft was probably a month before, I probably would have taken him. I don't know. But, yeah, I think if the draft was a month cool. before, I, I, I feel like I remember Dixon saying all summer that like the plan was to take Jamar Chase at six, and then he took Kyle Pitts instead. Um, that's things. I mean, he, you're not the only one. A lot of people. I, I contemplated Chase. I believe I had the eighth pick. I contemplated him too. Um, yeah. I mean, I think I think he's come out of the gate hot, right? He got bailed out. He bailed Corey out last week with a touchdown because I think he only had yep. like 27 yards receiving. I think you'll see him flip-flop a little bit more. I think Higgins will, will have a better back half of the year now that he's healthy and everything. But um, Yeah, it'll regress a little. Yeah. But, I mean, other than if, – if, so we're saying we think Marston and trade Cordero. Other than – if we're going to Jerry, other than Cup, I mean – uh, let me bring here. Up team. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember anything being there, but just double check. Josh Jacobs is, is the guy that people will move for because he's he's already got a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, I feel like every time I play against Josh Jacobs, he scores two touchdowns. He's got like twenty six yards rushing and two touchdowns. He fucking yep. blows. He's oh, he's having an, an aggressively inefficient year. He's playing very bad football, uh, but he's scoring a lot. Yeah, so he's good for fantasy. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. I, I don't know if, if somebody wants to move for Ertz, maybe. But again, we, we touched on Arizona's passing attack. They spread the ball around a lot. So um, that trade, I, I don't hate Ertz, but I expected Ertz to be gone before the season. That's why I drafted Goddard. So that that helped me out a lot. Yeah, you got him at a discount because I think if uh, I think I think everyone in the league pretty much thought Goddard was a top five tight end if Ertz was gone. Yeah, dude, they. <laughs> They threw the ball 12 times last week, and he had six targets. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's crazy. And he caught two-point conversion. Yeah, right? and, they, and, he, and he didn't even play the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, he's good. He's always been good. It's just – Yeah. It's just that – I mean, a couple times he's gotten hurt, too, like small injuries, I recall. But it's just like when you're platooning tight end, it's hard. I've always – I always go away from that. When Maybe sometimes I, I shouldn't, but – it's always it's such a position with so few targets already that I hate getting involved with that. Yeah, I agree. But Jerry's got two of them, and they're both they're both tight end ones right now, and they're Hunter Henry and Zach Ertz. The problem is, you know, the guys that would be moving for this is like two people already moved for a tight end. They already traded draft picks for a tight end. So how many more people are going to do that? Yep. So I don't know. I don't and know. I, what is it, Conklin? Conklin on my team. He's available for picks. Not one person has reached out. Uh, that's a lie. One person has reached out, but no, nothing, nobody really serious has reached out about it. Yeah. Yeah. So Jerry plummets to two and six this week because I don't know if you saw this, but I might have put it in the group me. Um, Nick picked up Jamal Agnew on Saturday and benched his keeper, Allen Robinson, for Jamal Agnew of the Jaguars. And that got that roster move got him the win. That was a solid move. Gutsy. Agnew. Agnew uh, had what uh, he had a bunch of targets. I, I was listening to a podcast today that was talking about him. Yeah, the, the last week he had a bunch of targets, and then I think this week he did too, um, and he got in the end zone. They were talking um, about target share with um, Chark out, and you would think it would have rolled to Lavisca Chenault, but Agnew has been the the guy who's picked up the slack there. 
Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Chenault, man. They don't seem to like him too much. I don't know either. His his best comparable player is AJ Brown. Like I loved Chenault, but yeah, I, I liked him draft too because he was on the. I, I didn't want. I wasn't going to draft him because he was on the Jaguars. I was going to draft him, but Corey, Corey beat me too. I, I wasn't necessarily mad because I, I I think that I took the last Jaguars receiver, and I felt like they were all pretty even between Jones and Chark and Chenault. Um, yeah. But I did want to draft him. Um, other than that, Jerry is – yikes. So, Jerry sells. He handed Ryan a top three pick in the draft, right, because he traded a four and a six for a star penny yeah. – for uh, Chris Carson, I'm sorry, Brutal. which was a terrible move, either four six or four seven. Um, I remember people were giving uh, Ryan a hard time after that. I thought that was fucking great for Ryan. Yeah. I mean, Ryan, Ryan did get a lot. I just – uh, you know, I just thought it was an opportunity area to, to to reach out to Fallon because Fallon had lost David Montgomery in what looked like a season ender. Yeah. Um, so I think that that was the only thing. But like when I originally saw the trade, I w- I was with uh, Chaps and someone else, and I and I said, why would Jerry move for a guy in the middle of the game? Like this guy could tear his ACL on the next play. I I, I didn't understand it. Um, you know he. I think it was a terrible move. He, he's going to – he says <laughs> nobody knew he was hurt. Nobody knew he was hurt. But why, there was no reason to do that. You weren't going to lose the player if you just waited till the middle of the week. They had the Thursday night game coming up. You would have known by Tuesday what was going on. Um, I, I, I couldn't believe that that deal actually happened. It, it wasn't like it was – I think I've done a mid-game trade before, but like it was like a low-profile trade, like, oh, I'll, I'll flip you this bi-week clone for that bi-week clone. This is like a blockbuster in the middle of a game. It made no sense to me. Yeah, and I think we've talked about this before. Um, historically, Jerry and Dan are the two people willing to throw around picks and kind of get the the pick. Uh, I don't. I don't want to say the market high, but they yeah. usually set the market when we're we're trading. And since not both of them have already moved their picks, or I'm not sure if Dan is going to move his top picks this year. For players, he might end up selling. I, I guess depending on what happens in the next couple of weeks. But um, because of that, I, I think that's one reason why the the trade market hasn't really opened up like it usually does. Yeah, I, I, they are. Dan always sets the tone. Um, you're right. Actually, Jerry's usually there with him. Ryan is always a guy yeah. who who, yeah, who spends, but he you know this year he <clears throat> doesn't have a need to. Um, I mean, I used to spend, but I've never – I haven't been in it lately to spend any goddamn picks. But, I, yeah, I just – God, it's tough. Jerry, back-to-back years, Jerry traded his four and six or four and seven, and he's going to finish, if he sells, presumably as a bottom five team again. I mean, that's that's tough. And and I hate his outlook moving forward. I, I hate I, – listen, 15 guys in the league knew keeping Michael Thomas was a fucking bonehead move. There was one guy in the league – who thought it was smart, and I have no idea why. Um, and, you know, we all said, we'll be telling him I told you so, and we're going to tell it to him again because he's going to talk himself into keeping this player in the offseason again, and he's going to let Michael Thomas ruin his roster for the third straight year. Um, I don't know, man. I, 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 was I hate Gary Pateri's outlook. I didn't text it to you this today, but I was thinking about it. Like, if he had kept a usable player, he would probably still be in it because he's put up over 110 points a couple weeks. He traded – what it was the trade? It was um, trade Mike Evans for Cup and Amari Cooper. Beautiful and if he kept game. both those guys, I mean, 
I, I have to imagine he'd have at least another win on the red on 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 his roster right now. I mean, I don't know for sure, but oh no, he definitely would. Yeah, because Amari Cooper went nuts this week, so he would have won this week. Yep. I mean, that was oh god, that's such a terrible move. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Jerry gets some picks for Carr too. Carr's been actually sneaky decent this year. Yeah, he has. Well, I don't know. He's Something small. I don't. He's twelve overall. So twelve past the past the buy though. So in points per game, he's probably in the eight to nine range. I'd imagine. Yeah, he's um, averaging uh, twenty and a half. And if someone says, "Hey, I don't want to give up the the five, the six for the big guys," and I think I can play matchups with Carr, and maybe says, "Hey, I'll go get him for a ten. I don't know. I guess it could happen, but it's not. It's tough to go into the playoffs probably with Derek Carr. Are your quarterback? Yeah, I agree. Because he's not really mobile, so you're you're banking on him throwing for 400 yards. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's Jerry's team. <sighs> I guess looking at the outlooks, because I think Ryan has nothing left to sell. We, we talked about Mark. Um, I mean, what do you like here in terms of the playoff picture? All right, I'm bringing up the standings right now. Sorry, I got to look. So, obviously, I think Corey's going to win that division pretty easily, right? I think. Yep. Um, I don't know. I still like Marty's team the best in the Red Jaguars division, to be honest with you. And Marty's all Marty's key players are past the bye. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know, like, um, I don't know if he's had injuries or not, but I know his points scored are pretty <clears throat> low. Yeah, he's 11th in points scored. So maybe his team's not nearly as good as I thought it was. But I, I always uh, – I like his team the most in that division. So I'm going to stick with that and pick him to win, even though, you know, if Skoggs ends up moving for a running back. Um, who does Chaps have? Chaps has Kyler, Mixon, but then – and Terry, Terry McLaurin, but his – the rest of his players are kind of falling off, yeah. And Waller hasn't been the same, you know, since week one. I think Waller really hasn't had very many good games. Um, He's holding on to Russell Gage, huh? Yeah, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I lost the prop on Russell Gage this week. Did you? I thought, I thought it was a lock. I got it before the Calvin Ridley news. I think I, think I got it at like 29 and a half yards. <laughs> Slammed the over. Nothing. It's possible he just sucks. Yeah. Russell Gage and, and Kyle Pitts combined for 13 yards this week. Yikes. That's rough. Yeah, Waller's dropped off too, right? Uh, he, Waller had, has only had one double-digit game since week one. But he's only, he, only, oh, he was only hurt the last game. Prior to that, he was healthy. That's kind of brutal. Julio's dust. I, I like Cole Beasley. That's a, I don't think Jacksonville's going to give that much um, pushback though, so that's probably not going to be a great matchup this week for him. I don't know. Yeah, I still like Marty's team the most in that division. How about you? I think Chaps is really in trouble, to be honest, because yeah. he's got a date with Dixon this week. If he if he if he loses that, he's down to five and four. I don't know how he is in the points, but I mean, realistically, if he loses this game, he could be out of the playoff bracket, which sounds crazy, um, because you know we're a couple weeks away from looking at Chaps' team and saying. It looks great, and yeah, it just it's it's not it doesn't have the same appeal, and I think that John is is without, I don't I, I you know we're definitely disrespecting John a little bit because somehow maybe he's just making great roster moves, but I think his team's not that good at all. But he's second in the league in points, I think, and most of that's obviously Henry, but there has to be guys in here that are supplementing that. Gronk's been hurt. Um. Yeah, man. Looking without Hen- Henry and Hunt, I don't know, man. This team's tough too. 
Yeah, so you got Chaps is 12 in points. Um, you're right, Scoggs is second, but yeah, I agree with you. Without Henry it's a, and Ruggs, it's it's not great looking. I mean, and not nobody's team would be great looking, right? If they lost, yeah, of course, two starters. But Henry, Rugg, he lost, he lost four starters, I guess. If you're counting Rugs as one of the starters, um, Henry, Rugs, Kareem Hunt, and Rob Gronkowski. He's got James Washington in the starting lineup this week. That's not brutal. Not good. Can probably drop Deshaun Watson at this point too. I, I actually, I, I really like Marty's team. Um, you know, one of two things is true. Either Marty really likes Ryan Tannehill or Marty doesn't like his team nearly as much as I do because I thought that Marty had a team that could compete for championship, but I, I'm not – like, Marty backed out on Brady when it was – when we're at the point where, like, he could have been had for a six and a nine, you know, or a six and a ten. Like, something that's so insignificant for, yeah. for you know, the way that Brady's playing and – he literally might break the touchdown record. Um, so I think Marty does love Ryan Tannehill. I, I'm with you. I, I watch Ryan Tannehill play. I think he's garbage. So I, I don't know about that position, but the rest of Marty's team, I like a lot. So you and I are probably both higher than consensus on Chase Edmonds, right? I think we both like him a lot. I do. Um, I, I like Keenan Allen. I like Stephon Diggs. I, to be honest with you, I'm rooting for Marty to lose because I like a lot of players on his team. Yeah. But I'm still picking him to win this division. Um, you know what? Uh, the running back from Miami, I forget his name, who he picked up, but that's in a timeshare with Gaskin now, right? He's getting just yeah, I'm as Gaskin. Yep. Uh, I, I do. I love the Pollard move. Not only did he get the the handcuff, but I don't know. Uh, I, I know that's an insignificant move looking back on it, but moving Tyson Williams for Tony Pollard, I thought was a steal. It's just bad. That was just bad luck for JJ. I mean, yeah, whatever happened to him? Is he just healthy scratch? <clears throat> He's been a healthy scratch, I think, twice. Um, but he was running well, so it was a puzzling move by the by the Ravens, and I think just terrible luck for JJ. Yeah. Um, yeah, his his bench. I mean, obviously, you know, you like AJ Dillon, you like Tony Pollard. If if um, Jones or Elliott get hurt, but um, Emmanuel Sanders has has been really good this year. Yep. Yeah, he's been great. He had a bagel this week, which was nuts, but um, he has been fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I I would love to trade for <laughs> Stephon Diggs and have that Allen Diggs stack in the playoffs. That would be you know ideal, but I don't think that's going to happen. My guess yeah. is you won't get that. Yeah, I would anticipate him, you know, winning a couple games here. He probably should have lost too. He should be three and five. Dixon, Chris Boswell got hurt, and then Matt ended up. I think Matt lost by two points because um, the Steelers couldn't kick field goals the rest of the game. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, to your point, I mean, we're probably. I, I was higher than consensus on Tannehill, but I, I think he's had a terrible year this so far. But we we were probably both higher than consensus on Edmonds and Tannehill. That's probably why we like his roster so much. But we'll see. Yes. I almost drafted Ryan Tannehill. I actually, before the season, I loved Ryan Tannehill. Um, I almost drafted him ahead of Matt Stafford because I, I won. I'd already picked Brady, and I said, hey, I'll get my other guy. We'll have some rushing floor. Um, God, it's just been so awful. I was going back and forth um, between taking Hurts or waiting for Tannehill. Yeah. Yeah, because he comes with a sneaky rushing floor. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I thought 
I thought Hertz would run a lot more than he has. I thought he was, you know, going to be close to a thousand yards rushing, even though, you know, he's been getting fifty to seventy yards a game, which is you know completely fine for fantasy. But yeah. So yeah, if, we're, right. if we're saying that Corey's Corey's locked to win that division, I think that I think it's pretty safe that you will hold off, Chris. Um, who won the head-to-head? You and Chris. I did. So you really you effectively have a two-game lead. I think it's safe to say you hold him off. Um, yeah, Dixon I have, uh, beat I have JJ, Ryan so he's a, he's effectively got a three-game lead. Oh yeah, if you got Ryan, that's yeah. I mean that's that's a win. Dixon did beat JJ in the head-to-head, so he's got really a three-game lead. Um, on JJ, so that those divisions are probably done. The Red Jaguars, given that John's at the top and lost Henry, I think that's really the one division that's kind of up for grabs. Not to say that JJ and Chris can't catch you guys, but um, I don't think they will. Um, so yeah, I think that'll be the most fun race to watch. And if so, if we're saying that the four division winners are Marty, Matt, you, and Corey which I, I think I agree with you. I, you know, a two-game lead, half the season left. I mean, if John could pull together a couple wins, I haven't looked at his schedule, but if he can, if he can get three, three, four more wins, I mean, maybe he can win that because Chaps and Marty aren't really playing too well either. Um, yeah, I so think I don't know. he has moving out here. Here you go. He's got me, but in he's the back of the schedule, week. I might be done. No, he's got me in the end, but I, I might have sold by then. So, you know, that that could be a free win for him. So, he's got Dan this week. Okay. So, that's not a free win. He goes Definitely Dan. Um, then Corey. So, that's not a free win. So, those are potentially two L's. Yeah, that's tough. Then he's got... Oh, I overlooked him. Bad news. Bad radio. Um, oh, then he's got Chris. So probably not a free win, but they're definitely not. Yeah, he's in close. it. Then he's got Marty. Divisional matchup. That'll be a huge game. That's week 12. He's got two more. Week 13. He and then Chaps. Week 13 you. is me, and then Chaps week 14. And Chaps week 14. So, yeah, there's there's no free win schedule. schedule. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, I'm I, I'm pretty confident here with Marty's team, but we'll see. Because I, I think both you and I like his team more than, you know, more than it's it's shown. Because four and yeah. four, you know. So, okay, and then who, who do the four you like? Do you, it, John – it sounds like we're we both are really fading John's team right now, but at six and two, you have to imagine he's gonna find a way <clears throat> to get a wild card. Yeah, what you think? You think eight wins gets him in? I think maybe seven. To be honest, could get him in. You think seven could get him in? Yeah, I think there will be a team getting with seven wins. Um, and given the amount of points John has, I think if John gets a seven wins, it's probably a lock, unless he plays very poorly down the stretch. Yeah, so I've got John. I've got JJ. And then I, I don't I don't know. Did you write down any anybody else? Uh, I've got J I I've JJ firmly in. as probably I think as the five seed, to be honest. I think he'll be the top wild card team. Um and then it's it's 
tough. I mean, I, I originally, you know, I guess I wasn't looking at it, but I was going to say John still wins the division. I think I'm, I think you're right. I think I've kind of flipped it you and say Mario win it. So I'll say JJ gets in. John <clears throat> gets in because he has that that big advantage. And then, like, I'm so uninspired looking at Chaps' team right now. I think this is part of the reason, right? Like, like Kevin wants to pack it in. He's three and five. He wants to sell. He's looking for a reason to sell. But, like, how are you looking up at some of these teams and looking at these rosters and being scared? Like, yeah, like Dan be. starting Boston Scott and Michael Carter had a good game this week, but he started the year with four straight garbage performances. Like, if you're Fallon and you have – Montgomery coming back and, and even Herbert playing well right now and and Daryl Henderson those good backs like how do you look at these teams that's the, the I'm, I'm going through the same thing I'm looking at these teams and saying how, like how do I sell I'm not scared of any of these teams outside of the the big couple so I don't know to be honest I think that Chris could sneak in because I, I really like the play of Elijah Mitchell and, and James Robinson and he's kind of weathered the storm with Lockett you have to imagine he'll be back um I mean Chris could could get in if if Tony, you know, is the flashy guy that we saw for two weeks, and that's Chris's wide receiver too. That's a big deal. I think he could sneak in. I agree. I think Chris <clears throat> could get in. I also think if Grasso is able to upgrade his quarterback position, obviously you're not going to win a whole lot of games with Ben Roethlisberger, and who else does he have? Sam Darnold. I mean, Darnold yeah, started off the year decent, but that was all rushing production. Like that's that's finicky for someone who doesn't scramble, right? Grasso has a good team. Um, I, I I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just because I can't quit Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and I know he's coming back soon, and I, I really like him. He's a guy that I like a lot more in the consensus. That's what I've learned. Um, yeah, I but like I him. think that Grasso has a – you don't like him? No, but I think Grasso does have a decent team if he can get Dawson Knox back, uh, Antonio Gibson healthy. I know he's kind of – it doesn't show that he's hurt, but I, I'm pretty sure he has a, a yeah. leg injury of some kind. They have a bye coming up. That, that could help a lot. Yeah, he's on the bye this week. I'm looking yeah. at his team right now. But, yeah, he can get those guys back healthy. I, I, I kind of like his team to make a little bit of a push here at the end if he can upgrade from Ben Roethlisberger. He didn't – I mean, what's crazy is Fallon was the one who was winning. I, I mean, I felt bad. Like, I, I I had full intentions of trading Brady to the highest bidder. I just didn't think that it would be that low. Grasso backed out. He didn't want to top a six either. Fallon had the high offer at six. I just told him, I was like, listen, I, I can't I can't let him go for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even Grasso, like Brady could have been had pretty cheap last week. I've now, this is exactly what I didn't want to happen. I didn't want to beat Ryan and talk myself into sticking it out. Um, what but that's what happened last year. Didn't what Russell Wilson went for a four and a seven. I Josh Allen went for, for a, I believe a four and a six. Four and a six. Yeah. Corey had Kyler Murray and Josh Allen. And he traded Josh Allen for four and six. The sole reason I took two quarterbacks, because I, you know, I don't care about quarterbacks at all. Sole reason I took two quarterbacks in the top hundred picks was because of that last year. Well, you'd have to think that, like, even if you couldn't get the picks, like, you would get you get some guys that you could use for them, right? And yeah. it's not happening. No, because I, I would have thought that I would have been able to package a wide receiver and a quarterback for an, a wide receiver upgrade of some kind. Yeah. Right, at this point, because. Some of the quarterbacks that are starting are just absolutely awful, right? You're, you're probably looking for the average – I guess the average decent week is 20 points, right? You want to get 20 points, and then you can look at it and say, hey, my quarterback didn't lose me this week. But some of these guys aren't even getting close to 20 points a week. Yeah. Yeah, it's 
it's been brutal out there for for a couple of teams. Um, Tannehill actually had a good week this week. I think this is by far his best week of the year, if if I remember. I I didn't look it up, but um, yeah, no, a lot of these teams are starting a real flop at quarterback. So who um, are your eight? If you had to pick eight right now, who who are they? Okay, I'll, I'll say you, Corey, Matt, Marty. That's for JJ. JJ's five. I don't know, man. I got a weird feeling that only two of these teams in the Red Jaguars are going to make it. Um, I mean, Fallon, Fallon's not even that far out of it. This is crazy. Uh, if I had to go my eight, I'll do you, Corey, Matt, JJ, 100%. Those are four that I feel really strongly about. Um, Marty would be five. I'll give, I'll give, I'll put John and Chaps in. Um, <clears throat> you know what? I will not do that. I'll put John in. That makes six. And I'll give the last two spots to uh, Dan and Chris. Um, Chris is the eight seed. Okay. And I'll say Chaps doesn't get in. And the thing is that I think that that's going to change a lot in the next two weeks, right? Because someone's, people are going to make moves and the moves are going to really shake things up quite a bit. I agree. Um, and, and more people will get injured and stuff like that. You'll have to deal with correct some bullshit, you know. Um, but oh God, I just those back end teams are such a coin flip because some of them just look so bad. Yeah, I would have to. I would agree with you every everywhere except I, I think Grasso probably edges out Dan just because Dan running backs look atrocious. I know that's why I'm that's why I'm partial to Chris. I I like those guys. Um, James Robinson and Elijah Mitchell, and they are both past the bye. Um, yeah. How much though do they feed Jeff Wilson when he comes back? Because he was that is that is one that's a huge question mark. Two, Chris p- plays a, a tough schedule down the stretch. He plays he's got four games left out of the six with teams that have five wins. Um, that's rough. So that's tough down the stretch, but uh, yeah, Jeff Wilson will be a big deal, and and again. Your, your credit to talking about Grasso, he's on Grasso's team. Yeah. So that could be kind of a game changer. I mean, yeah, I think I like three teams out of Orange Iguanas. Um, what was that? that? That's three. I like two out of Red Jaguars, five. And then, yeah, I guess Chris would be had two out of Blue Bar- Barracudas. And then Corey. That, that makes eight. So Yeah. And I think it's like <laughs> I don't know. You know what? It's I guess you can't say that it's the eight seeds in auto loss because we all thought that Corey team was so good last year and, and he went down. But God, I it's hard. It's hard to imagine someone beating Corey right now. Dude, I had him this week. If if Mike Williams or Cortland Sutton yeah. just put together decent <laughs> games. Yeah, that's true. Both threw up, I think what, they had five catches for fifty yards combined or something like that. Yep. Yeah, and you don't like the only other thing is Nick in that division has does he have games left? Did he play Corey the second time yet, or are his last division games Mark and Ryan? That'll be a big that'll yeah, be a big divisional advantage. Two free wins there. Yeah, I wonder if, if that's a huge divisional advantage. If he already played Corey twice, that's a big deal. Yeah, I'm I mean, looking it up. I'm doing it slow. It is going to be going to what Mike Davis 
and Nick Chubb as his starting running backs. Yeah. Uh, so Nick, now? Nick, I'm looking at it now. He's only got one. He's got Mark left on the schedule, but he already played Ryan twice. Wow, Nick has a tough schedule too. He's got four teams left with five wins at least. Um, oh, that's rough. I mean, it's a compelling argument for the for the other fringe teams to stay in it. That I think a lot of these teams are going to beat each other up down the stretch. That's why I think we're going to have at least one seven and seventeen make the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean. I- I don't know. I like a lot of the players on Nick's roster, but like Allen Robinson is a favorite of mine, but uh, I don't think he's dust. I think that situation is just terrible. I think Robert Woods is dust. I mean, I, I just dislike Mike Evans in general. So He's playing well, though. Is he? He's probably having his best, I mean, from what you would deem his best season. I actually haven't watched much of the Bucks. He's been um, pretty consistent, actually. Has he? Oh, that's good. Like, uh, I think he's, he's got the two busts. He's, he's terrible on Thursday night. But hey, man, his other six I, games are good. I was the first – well, actually, what, Dan drafted him, but I traded for him. I was the first one to believe in him, really. Yeah, yeah I, I had him one year. I, I did trade him – I traded Calvin Ridley away for him, unfortunately. That's what I called uh, Mike Williams, poor man's Mike Evans for years. Now he's on my roster. Oh, dude, I was so convinced that he's garbage. <laughs> I don't like Williams. It's terrible. Well, it turns out that it, playing well. I mean, whatever. It, it's it, man. He might be bad, but Herbert's good. So you know, it's a good situation. Yeah. But Herbert's had bad weeks. What two of the last two in a row? Weeks, I think. Yeah. Pretty bad. So yeah. Hopefully he turns. I mean, they're playing the Eagles this week, so hopefully the Eagles can score with them. So that ends up being a, a shootout. But you would think they would tear the Eagles apart. I have Corey this week, so I would need. I think I need forty points out of Austin Eckler. You have Corey this week? Yeah. Oh. And you're not? You're not? Well, you're not selling? I mean, I probably <laughs> will. But but I might as well, like, it's yeah, not like I have any offers. That. I might as well see if I can beat them. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not I'm not missing anything because the teams that are selling don't have any quarterbacks available anyway. You know, no one wants Derek Carr or whoever Mark has. So yeah. I'm at the point where I might as well wait it out and try to beat them. And we're also going to the Giants game together. And so I'll have Kenny Galladay in there, and that would just be awesome if Kenny Galladay can get on the fucking field. What's up? Has he been hurt? Is that the issue? Yeah, of course. He's always hurt. It's a terrible signing. Yeah, that wasn't a very good signing. He's, he was Awful. an old rookie, too. So, what? He's close to 28. He, he's like Cup. Like, like yeah, they've been in the league four years, and they're 28 years old. Yeah. Sucks. I think Debo's like that, too, though. Debo was an old senior. He was a senior, I think. What's he? Debo. Yeah, but I don't. I just don't get that. Even if you're a senior, how are you? How are you coming out at 24? It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. It's weird. No, well, what they red shirt? Yeah, Debo. Yeah, I guess. I guess you could have a, reg, a regular red shirt and then an injury red shirt. Debo will be 26 next year. He's 28 point. Or yeah, he's about to turn 26. Crazy. So you're about to give up on him. That's a Clark guy too. That was always a Clark yeah, guy, right? Debo was a Clark guy until. I mean, dude, I, you flat out outplayed him last year. I don't, I don't know what to yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, don't I mean, thank God, you, thank God you took him because I was going to take him if he was there. I can't believe J.J. <laughs> went back to the well on Shanahan because he's been Shanahan twice already. J.J. drafted um, Dante Pettis his sophomore year. I believe it was his sophomore year. He had a good rookie season. And, like they, <clears throat> He was on one of the podcasts, and they're like, uh, one or two podcasts early in the summer like named Dante Pettis the huge breakout. And then he just got absolutely Shanahan. 
Um, yeah. He didn't play at all. And then Jada got Shanahan this year. He directed Trey Sermon, and all the work is going to a different rookie. I was I was listening to a podcast that was talking about their blocking scheme and how they don't really need like the Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley, Barkley, bell cow size running back because they'll just get guys that are around 200 pounds that are really quick. They're going to tear their ACLs. They're going to get hurt, but they just need them to hit the hole quickly and, and get through. Just their, yeah. their zone running scheme. They want them to blindly hit the hole. They're going to get crushed, but they carry five or six guys that all look the same. Trey Sermon doesn't look like that. So they were talking about how he was – they think – they were speculating, right? They were speculating that he was probably the GM's pick and the GM right. didn't really think it through. Yeah, because he's more of a – I think he's like 220 pounds, isn't he? I do think he's bigger. Yeah, so he's not the same scheme fit that the other guys are. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I, like, watching the games, uh, like, Ayuk has been terrible. It's not – like, people – if you go on Twitter, I guess if people just drafted him early and aren't watching it, there's everyone saying, like, Shanahan needs a free Ayuk. Free Ayuk. It's been terrible. He's <laughs> so bad. It's crazy, too, because I love – I think I traded for Debo Samuel his, his uh, rookie year. I think – Corey had him, and I traded for him. I loved him. You definitely did because you, you were considering keeping him in the summer, but then he broke his foot. Yeah, yeah, because he profiled as somebody I like, right? He's, I think he's 200 and he, Yeah, Clark Metric. Yeah, he, he profiles as a guy I like, but the issue with him is they weren't targeting him down the field. They were just giving him handoffs and wide receiver screens all last year. So he kind of, uh, I don't know. I do. I you flat out outplayed him. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. Ayuk's like he was hurt a little bit, but like his full projection for a season was like 1,100 yards. If, if you extrapolate, it was like 1,100 yards and like 11 touchdowns or something like that. It's nuts. What's happening? I know. But, I know we're wrapping up. Or I know, we're probably just droning on here. But yeah, uh, I was also listening. I guess Ayuk at the Senior Bowl. Apparently, he felt like he had nothing to prove too. So he just showed up and didn't even practice or play. And they were talking about how um, in some of the interviews it's, it's leaked out that, like, they thought that he didn't really love football and probably Shanahan is losing his fucking mind over that. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure it's very common and it's, like, really nothing. But, like, before the first game, I forgot where the Niners went. I think they went to, to Detroit. And it was like uh, – Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, Sermon were suspended, right? No, he played. He didn't have – he had zero targets, I think, zero catches. But it was a video before it came out. And it was, you know, he, he had his PS4 and it was like, Brandon, Brandon was going to crush PS4 all, all road trip. And I was like, I don't think that's great. <laughs> Maybe yeah, do something that else. That sucks. You got stuck. I mean, that could have happened to any of us because I, I would have drafted him if he was there too. So. Yeah. Painful. I was, I, I, Deontay Johnson was the guy I wanted, I, but I knew he wasn't going to be there. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, it was tough. And, and I know Corey liked him too. Um, which, you know, and Corey's pretty plugged in. He's, you know, a big Niners fan. So I don't think anyone saw it coming. Crazy. But he's terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, so all right, there's an hour. Um, if I beat Corey, I'll definitely get back on the air next week. If I don't beat Corey, I might have to pack it in, but maybe not. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just try to go, you know, 5-0 and down the stretch and make the playoffs 7-7. We'll see. Yeah. I'll get back on. I'm always I'm always game to give some terrible takes. So I mean, yeah. maybe we can get somebody else here, add some more color. I mean, once I'm out of it, once I sell, I don't know. I just it's not in my heart anymore. I don't know if I have it left, but it, hopefully I can stay alive and I can bring some more content. Yeah, I mean, you could always talk about who's your NCAA guy. Uh, Zamir White. Zamir White. He just scored. 
Really? Yeah, my my guy, my guy's been pretty good too. He's on Georgia, so they they platoon a lot of guys. But he's, I think he's been pretty good. I was uh, looking at a Devi rank, and they still had Brees Hall as the RB one. So hopefully that holds. It's been him and Spiller. I think him and Spiller are the two obvious guys. I mean, the, the yeah. problem is for you with your lock. I mean, if you're talking about Hall versus Spiller, you, I mean, it's just it, it's just the law of Corey. What, what whatever Corey does works out. So I mean, it's going to be. Brees Hall is going to go to, I don't know, probably someone. Yeah, the Jets. Yeah. They're not going to stick with Michael Carter. Yeah. Undersized guy. They're just not going to happen. Yeah. Corey will get Corey. a great landing spot. You'll get a garbage landing spot. Yeah. That's how it'll go. If you look at um, the keeper rankings, the fans press keeper rankings, I think it's Jonathan Taylor one and Najee Harris three. Hmm. I, dude, Pretty sure. That, I mean, I almost did it. I should have done it. I should have done Taylor, but I just have a thing for Saquon Barkley. So, yeah, I could have traded for Taylor too. I probably should have. Um, the just, thing too I, with that is like they're they're not they're 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 really dynasty rankings, so it's kind of different. I, I treat our keepers. I keep. I treat our keepers as dynasties, guys. I don't know. I feel. I kind of don't. I do. I, I'm somewhere in the middle, but I, I use those. I definitely use all those rankings as a, um, you know, as like a barometer. The thing with Taylor is they're scoring a lot of points. He doesn't catch that many passes, so that's why I wasn't, I, you know, I, I don't know. I kind of like the running backs that get 10 to 15 carries but also catch five balls. You know what I mean? Yeah, they just find Hines, too, and, and Taylor wasn't actually playing well earlier in the year. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I, I don't think – and also Barkley getting hurt again. The way he got hurt, brutal. Wow, that, that – I mean, I've won every game since he's been out, which has been fine, right? I've got started Jarek McKinnon for three straight weeks. She's been for real? Fucking, yeah. I want to vomit every time I look at that. But, yeah, I've won it. I I think I won five straight with Barkley out. Or maybe he was in for two of them. But. Well, yeah, you definitely had him the week three game he smashed against the Saints. Oh, no, uh, week four game he smashed against the Saints. Yeah, so I had him for two weeks. So I won – Three without him. Yeah, yeah. Starting Jarek McKinnon. That's tough. <laughs> yeah, that's brutal. I just didn't want to trade for anybody that and give up anything of consequence for people that I'm just not going to start in the playoffs. Yeah. Because at this point, I, I think I'm going to make the like barring an epic collapse of injuries. I, I think I'm going to make the playoffs here. No, I mean you're you're definitely going to make it too because the rest of the division is so bad. Yeah. So, and you have a game in hand on everyone. Um, from for the tiebreaker. Yeah, yes, I do. So, um, yeah, you'll you'll make it, but uh, I think it'll be exciting to see what happens with the sellers um, and the, and the trade deadline. So, looking forward to it. Maybe even yeah. if I lose, I'll get Fonger on and do one more. Yeah, we might have some content here with the the trade deadline and whatnot. So, yeah, I think Cordell Patterson will be gone before the weekend. I agree. I think he'll be gone before the games this week. And and I, I think I, it'll be for for a lot. Yeah, I think it'll be for four plus. If I had to guess. Yeah. So excited to see who that is. I, I'm guessing chaps are John, but we'll see. Yeah. Yep. I would agree. All right, man. Well, good mixing it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna get to bed. It's it's way past my bedtime. Nine forty-seven. Yep. It was good talking to you. All right, man. Talk soon. All right. Yep. I'll see you. Goodbye.